0: Hi my name is Anne Henney.
1: and I'm Phil here.
0: and welcome to the Anne and Philip Scoop daily virus.
1: Uh, the, the daily look at the madness, sadness, views, opinions and facts about the pandemic. Facts you won't hear anywhere else.
0: So it is June the 8th and it's actually week 12 of the two week bend the curve flatten the curve lockdown. Um,
1: and We're going to get some breaking news about how how uh, some protests are better than others in California, uh, more equal than others, less equal than others. Uh, Anne's hair raising experience, boom boom. Uh, science, how science science has been corrupted? Can we ever believe anything they say ever 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 again? And how politics all over the world it's it's there and politicians are admitting this. It's politics, uh, not science, that's dictating the end of the lockdown. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you're a left or a righty. And first we had the Irish Times and, and now the Economist uh, have I've made, made
0: a startling discovery. We're going to bring that startling discovery to you. And 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 then in, gr- in really good news, we have the loop a loophole has been discovered in the uh, sex regulations in from the United Kingdom and our friend uh, Toby Young Pointed them out, so we, that'll be the last thing that we come to today. But in breaking news, Phelan, what's yes. happening in breaking news?
1: Well, uh, Los Angeles, uh, just just uh, in this morning's LA Times, LA officials said they won't see charges or fine against peaceful protesters rounded up by the hundreds. So we had a curfew here in LA for several nights, uh, and the, and the prote- so-called peaceful protests always seemed to end up with uh, rioting and looting and killing uh, and injuring. And... They, people were arrested for breaching curfew just as people were fined and cited and their businesses closed for breaching the public health coronavirus panic. Uh, but now LA has announced they won't seek charges or fines against peaceful protesters. Um, and uh, Rounded up by the hundreds. Rounded up. Look, there was a curfew. We ran home at 6 o'clock. We ran home at 9 o'clock. We ran, well, know. a curfew is like a big thing, right? And you very, very early hear of a
0: curfew. So when there is a curfew, you take it very seriously.
1: This is a, I, I, Funny, I, this is the first curfew in something like 25 years in L.A. And um, I don't know if it's legal or not, but it was needed. Something was needed to be done because people were using these protests as a cover then to go and loot and kill and murder and maim and burn. So, and vandalism and arson. And that was a way of making sh- of, of, of highlighting who was up to no good and who was up to no bad. And finally, the American Civil Liberties Union have discovered uh, that, you know, and I, by the way, I'm not sure a curfew is le- like that is legal. I'm not sure the mayor of New York can just turn around and say the people of the city, you know, well, go home, you're not allowed out after 6 p.m. Uh, you know, I actually had my... What, because my of, the American- of American law? Because of the constitution, I just think I think it needs a little bit more than the mayor working, waking up one day and saying this is a curfew. You know, I think it should take two thirds of the city council. It should probably take, you know, a federal declaration. I mean, it should be a absolute last resort. And I'm not even sure. You know, it's 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 a huge, hugely draconian measure. But anyway, the American Civil Liberties Union agrees with me, uh, and along with Black Lives Matter, they have taking a court challenge to the curfew they took no court court challenge to the coronavirus curfew which closed businesses c- across the board for two al- almost three months like i mean we were actually, and, and there's we no actually, scientists, we no scientists. We
0: asking that question during all of that where was the sclu yeah when people weren't allowed to exercise their freedom to run their business and make a make a livelihood or the freedom to we were walk like, we're actually where are these guys you know or the freedom to walk yet yeah, cutting off the the bicycle paths and all of that where were they uh, and, and they were remarkably quiet during that time this
1: thing of t- treating all businesses the same to as if they were you know they were all everything was closed as if as if they were all equally dangerous or or, or. so the, that if, that is a confirmation if you ever needed. The American Civil Liberties Union is not about civil liberties. It's about civil liberties for their mates. It's about it's about privilege, actually. It's
0: about using law for the things that are that are yes, important which to is, them. Which is
1: what we would call privilege. There you go. White privilege, black privilege, but it's privilege. It's, said, it's saying one group of uh, people. It's you can you can break the law if your cause is good. You can be on the streets when when. If I go on the street, I'm dangerous. If you, because you have different opinions, go on the street, then you must be protected. That's what the Civil Liberties Union's about.
0: We're going to talk about more about that in a little later. But, but the, in other breaking news, I got my hair done this weekend. I'm still wearing a hat because uh, and I'll explain that in a moment. But um, horrible experience. And I've been looking forward to it and uh, horrible experience. So the hairdressing salons in Los Angeles opened on Friday. So I went to my trusty hairdresser on Saturday. And the first thing that happened as I, as I approached the, she, she sent me all these elaborate instructions before I even got there, stay in the car. Don't come in until you're, you know, ushered in or whatever. And so I stood outside and then, you know, was ushered towards the door where someone was sent out to take my temperature. Ninety-seven point something or whatever, apparently, mm-hmm. which seems very hot. But anyway, and then she kind of looked back. It's kind of funny, actually. She took my temperature. She obviously didn't know what it meant, and then looked back at the hairdresser, who obviously would be an expert on this, apparently, and said she's this, and I went, "That's fine, whatever." So then I, got, so then I, then actually, I, that's a
1: breach of your uh, medical privacy
0: by shouting out my temperature. That's yes, right. I, I'm. So I, then, I feel a
1: lawsuit. Let's get the American civil liberties involved.
0: So then I get. So then I get in and. Um, she makes me Oh, she makes me put a mask on before I come in So I put a mask on And then I sit down And she immediately says Do you want to sanitise your hands uh, And I was fine I just got out of the shower So I didn't need to do that And she then I said but I'd love a glass of water And she went Oh no we can't do that anymore And I was like okay So they can't give a drink to a person anymore They can't give you anything Any kind of refreshment at all Because obviously science film Because mm-hmm. of cleanliness and everything So then I'm sitting there and of course I was getting my highlights done and that's like super involved and takes a long time and I do wear a mask when I go into shops because that's you're required to do that and it's it's, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me because it's very fast you know you're there 10-15 minutes but you know this is like an hour two hours and I would say the first after the first hour I started to get I started to think this I'm I'm not doing well here at all um and I realized luckily with this hairdresser she has this kind of a a yard outside where she sometimes takes care of people's dogs, and I said, "Can I just sit in the yard? Can I can I go out in the yard?" Mm-hmm. And then she let me out in the yard, and I took the mask off and uh, was able to breathe. But it was like, uh, just really not a, not a nice experience. I and and
1: uh, did she? Give, I assume she gives you a huge reduction because of this palaver in in the cost of of, of the procedure.
0: That'll be a no on that front. No, that would not be, she did not right. do that. But actually, when it came to the end as well, actually, I was so dying to get out of there, I said to her, you know what, don't give me the blow dry because um, I just I just needed to get out of there. So therefore, the, I've got, the colour is right, but the hair is not sitting possibly perfectly uh more about science then phelan science has been corrupted how can we actually believe anything they ever have to say and i want to start this one by saying you know that this is just and this is very this is this is really dangerous this is dangerous for all of us so So more more than more than 1200 united states public health professionals have written an open letter supporting the protests so these are the same experts who are commanding we stay at home to flatten the curve. They're but supporting
1: actually, the, the Black Lives Matter. The Black
0: protest. Lives Matter protest. But yes. it even gets more detailed than that. I'm going to read the first paragraph of their letter out. And it's, um, it's sobering and upsetting. And uh, as I say, it's very dangerous. They say, on April the 30th, heavily armed and predominantly white protesters. And by the way, for health officials to notice the colour of your skin at all, like, sure, it's irrelevant. Completely irrelevant what colour you are, right? White protesters entered the state capitol building in Lansing, Michigan, protesting state home orders and calls for widespread public masking to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Infectious disease physicians and public health officials publicly condemned these actions and privately mourned the widening rift between leaders in science and a subset of the community that they serve. Same paragraph. As of March the 30th, we are witnessing continuing demonstrations in response to the ongoing, pervasive and lethal institutional racism set off by the killings of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor among many other black lives taken by police. A public health response to these demonstrations is also warranted. But this message must be wholly different from the response to white protesters resisting stay-at-home orders. Infectious disease and public health narratives adjacent to demonstrations against racism must be consciously anti-racist and infectious disease experts must be clear and consistent in prioritizing an anti-racist message so
1: so so they're basically these 1200 public health provisions by the way um i always laugh because when you often when you examine the the, the names on these letters a lot of them aren't public health professionals. You know, you always see these, f- you know, five thousand former intelligence professionals who condemn President Trump. And you go and you see, you know, somebody once, you know, worked for uh, in the coffee shop with the CIA. You know, um, but actually, it's very interesting because when they're talking about white, the the first protest was predominantly white, and the other ones are not predominantly white. But they're saying the second ones are okay. Surely, the first ones are a less of a public health issue because as we know as they keep telling us minorities have suffered disproportionately oh, that's from point. the coronavirus okay, so actually they point. should encourage white protests i mean but it gets worse the professor of epidemiology at john hopkins jennifer nutso um has um has also come out and said we should always evaluate the risks and benefits of efforts to control the virus in this moment the public health risks of not protesting to demand an end to systemic Racism greatly exceed the harms of the virus.
0: Hang on, can I just, can we just, in this moment, the public health risks of not protesting, public health risks of not protesting yeah. Yeah. to demand an end to systematic racism ex- greatly exceeds the harms of the virus. Uh, you know, we're not, I think in a, in a subsequent, um, uh, one of our podcasts, we're going to deal with, really deal with this, this phrase, systematic racism. Um, because it's, it's oh, sorry, a, it's systemic racism. Systemic racism. Which, okay. is, which is a clever. Is word. that like is that like wordometer world worldometer?
1: No, no. Those are two, no that's two, a pronunciation of the same word. What did I say? You said systematic.
0: Oh, you're right. That's incorrect no. So it's like
1: a bit like the difference between xenophobic and racist. Okay. So after after um, after Brexit, which I you know at the time I wasn't particularly stoked up about. I was mildly Brexit. but after that, um, young people who knew me uh, with a degree, uh, they called me xenophobic. But people who didn't have a degree, young people, they called me xenophobic. So it's systemic, systematic. If you're if you're the public health, was it if you're the uh, if you're the head of professor of epidemiology at Johns Hopkins University, Johns Hopkins Hospital, you can use the word systematic. The rest of us use. No, you can use systemic, the rest of us have to use systematic. So I just
0: can can I just read that again? Sorry, I'm gonna do this one more time. So this is the head of epidemiology. She's the head of epidemiology at Johns Hopkins. So that's you know, Jennifer Nuzo, doctor, PhD. Always evaluate the risks and benefits. In this moment, the public health risks of not protesting greatly exceeds the harms of the virus. But should I this is complete madness. She has completely set aside all rationality in the face of politics. This is, this is a bad person, Whoa. by the way. This is a person who doesn't care about science. This is extremely dangerous. And but what, I are, I what I do hold on. young people, oh. hang on a minute, let me finish this point. Like what, imagine being a young person, you know, going up through the school system. And, you know, one would like to think that one of the most important things that needs to be taught to children is to be rational, be logical. This has to make sense. Things have to make sense, you know? D- don't say that, that doesn't make sense. Oh bless you. you. No,
1: and the most important thing is we talk about their feelings.
0: Yeah, this is really bad. I, I, she should be ashamed of herself and she should lose her job. On, you know, unlike the people who lost their jobs this weekend. For, you know, I, I actually think, by the way, I meant to say this to you yesterday, film. I think we should have a part of every, you know, of every weekly scoop, at least, where we do, who's lost their job this week? Because people lose their jobs like every week for like doing their job, yeah, yeah. For doing their job, they're losing their job for like like the for guy nothing. from the
1: New York Times.
0: The guy from the New York Times who lost his job for allowing he, a senator, a sitting elected senator, he was the op-ed to write yeah. an op-ed. He, now, and he's
1: the op-ed editor,
0: and he's the op-ed editor. But also, by the way, the, this is the New York Times that have had uh, op-eds about justifying pedophilia. It's also the same New York Times that have had. Pieces written by the head of the Taliban. It's also the same New York Times that had one Adolf Hitler. A. Hitler. A. Hitler write um, an op-ed. And by the way, I think Bully for them, that was a really good idea. Because we should hear every kind of voice, particularly the most odious, but no, no, no. Tom Cotton was too much for them. Much. So uh So he, he. Not only did they retract and take out the op-ed, now the guy has lost his job. And it's not the only one. We have the guy in in, Pits- in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh.
1: Post Gazette. He. Um, what an awful thing did he do, Philum? He he said stop burning buildings because, uh, and the headline was all bu- buildings matter too.
0: Building ma- b- buildings cl- Matter
1: too. Which is a clever play in words in all, all black all lives, lives matter. Black lives matter. And, and
0: they even tried, by the way, it's quite funny to read about that because they tried to change the headline like three times. But either way, he's gone. And and I mean, by the way, he's a he's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Well, that, that, which, by the way, I know that. It means nothing anymore. It means he should be fired. It probably means he should be fired. Yeah, it doesn't oh, mean anything yeah. anymore. Moving about, on.
1: So, I mean, I just wanted to say, you know, forget about science. I mean... And if the scientists aren't involved in science, why should the politicians? So basically, all over the world, it's politics, not science, that's determining when the communities and, and 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 are opening up. I mean, just take the headline from the UK Times: "Jobs Bloodbath Accelerates the Easing of Lockdown for Pubs, Restaurants, and Weddings." I mean, and they talk about a, job-pocalypse, a job apocalypse, j- job job oh op- yeah, i job this apocalypse, job
0: job up. I saw that. I was thinking. I looked at that. And I was thinking. How do you pronounce that? So a job. Job op-aly- It
1: Should be job apocalypse.
0: Okay, job Anyway, there's a
1: job apocalypse, or they want to avoid a job apocalypse. In uh, oh yeah, in and that
0: basically, I love. you love? Did you love the quote when they? So the kind of the czar of jobs, the guy who knew all about jobs, came and had a meeting with Boris Johnson, and he kind of laid out the situation. And do you know what the answer, what the one word answer of Boris Johnson was for that? No. Well, and I don't like. Uh, cursing on our show but basically boris johnson just said christ um was what his what his answer was and so so he said something has to be done
1: so 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 forget about the science forget about people dying it's boris johnson's reaction to uh that it could be 3.5 million jobs which is a lot in the uk and uh, so he just decided to reopen the, the restaurants bars and allow weddings even though even though uh, scientifically it's not justified apparently but then look at the scientists so well, why would you listen to the scientists when they say it depends it depends what's in your heart you can if i march i'm killing my grandmother and destroying the community if someone who who believes the black lives matter ideology marches or says they believe by the way because lots of people don't know what they're marching for out there if they say they believe the black lives matter they have sudden immunity not only the immunity from themselves the immunity from spreading it to other people same with Gavin Newsom here he remember he announced he was going to close all beaches uh, and uh, the reaction was so vicious <laughs> like it was just vicious he at, at noon the next day he said no no I'm gonna open all all the beaches are open except Orange County where those nasty Republicans live and again Irish Times uh, they're they're announcing pubs uh, and, and and they're announcing a speeded up roadmap right um, and, and the plan is being significantly accelerated and it's like and it's not significantly
0: accelerated and yeah. it's not
1: been significantly accelerated because Ireland has suddenly got no cases got no cases and by the way just to remind you Ireland has a higher per de- capita death rate than the US but you know, but the, the
0: Irish Times only discovered that, by the way, about that's two right. days ago.
1: It's very funny. So they, they were opening pubs uh, if you serve a meal, right? And they're going to accelerate that. But I just saw a headline. I didn't even bother reading the article because I thought, you know what? I this just the headline says it all. But don't think now, uh, you know, you can open a pub and give give a pile of fellas uh, a plate of chips uh, or, or, as you say, French fries, and that'll do you. No, no, it has to be a substantial meal, right? And it's like, really? Because a substantial meal gives you immunity from, from the virus. Everybody knows that film. So, yeah. if I mean, Donald had, like, Trump, if Donald Trump.
0: A, if you had like a bag of a bag of chips, that's no good, no. But if you had like a burger and chips, a burger and French fries. Yeah, they probably have gone. I bet if you'd read the article that they went into details of exactly how substantial so, the meal had been. So to be. forget about
1: hydroxychloroquine. It's, no, no, it's, it, a, it's, that's
0: right. Forget about hydroxychloroquine combined with zinc. All you need really is a, it's kind of like what your mother would have said years ago. A good, a good meal now, and that'll be—you'll be fine now. So
1: does that mean salads make you sick? Which I, mean, I agree, by the way, I think that yeah, that's correct. We're
0: not, we're not in favor of salads. That's the thing that always gets left on the table. <laughs> we make these lovely salads, and then it's like that's you can still see it at the end of the meal; yeah. and it's still so, sitting there. That's not altogether true, actually. We're quite so. Good. Tell oh, us
1: about the Economist, then. So uh,
0: you know, we had last week. Do you remember last week? I was at exactly that thing where it was like the Irish Times had this. New data that had been revealed to say that actually Irish, Irish the, the death rate in Ireland was worse than America. And no new data, by the way, was available. None. Zero. But uh, I think what's happened is, I think the Irish Times have realised that this stuff is all going to come out in the wash. And someone's going to point out to the fact that they have been writing scurrilous um Epi- Op eds about reports our, about, about how awful things are in America uh, when it's okay. just not true. Yeah. So basically, they wrote that piece, but they, like, the Economist is exactly the same. So the Economist have a cover this week, the American Way, and, uh, and it shows, it shows and it shows and it shows a highway and there's a you know a mile a, what's it called that a milestone a hundred thousand, and here's here's the headline on on the front page despite despite by the way do you like that. Despite reaching a somber milestone in its battle against COVID-19, America is handling the pandemic better than most think. Our cover recover this week. And by the way, better than most think. You know, don't bother even thinking, actually. You know what? Actually, you know what? Don't bother thinking. Why don't you just look at the numbers? Because it's quite easy. But also, it's really also easy to look why at would numbers. most
1: people have thought that, Anne?
0: You know why most people would have thought that? Because every newspaper on the planet Earth, bar none, wrote that America was a basket case, And we were getting sympathy cards over here. We were getting people from Ireland sympathising with us about the terrible death rate here. But it wasn't
1: true. what What these newspapers are doing, actually, is quite... As you say, it's going to come all out in the wash and people are going to be using this against them forever. So they can now point to, oh... We no, we covered that. Yeah, we covered that. We covered that, and in June, in June. But also, they're 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 going to stop covering it now. They're going to still refer to America as a basket kiss, but they're going to be able to point to this one article. Say, no, we covered that. The Economist is going to point to this one article. Say, we covered that as well. Ben Smithing, Ben Smithing,
0: Ben Smithing. Uh, We'll talk about Ben Smithing another day. And then, uh, in happier news, um, we have. Well, this came. This this story comes to us from our friends. At Lockdown Skeptics, Toby Young, one of Toby Young's readers wrote in and because Toby Young had reported this amazing information about the fact that uh, there was this sex regulation introduced in the United Kingdom where you could not have sex with someone who did not live in your own household. And uh, so, obviously, this so exercise. The, the end of nuki. The end of nuki.
1: Yeah, so you couldn't go to another house, have sex with someone who you had not been sharing a house with for the last. Say, uh, and three so, months. there's
0: another rule that Neil Ferguson had broken, by the way, uh, in terms of in health of the health. Well, there's the lockdown
1: layover. With, Lay-
0: don't fail him, go there. So, the advice was those. So, I want to read this. So, this is from one of uh, Lockdown Skeptics' readers. Those worried about not being able to have sex with somebody outside your own household under the Health Protection Coronavirus Restrictions England Amendment No. 3 Regulation 2020, which were brought into force from Monday, June the 1st, uh, may have found, I may have found a legal loophole, the, ri- the writer says. So it says 7.1. During the emergency period, no person may participate in a gathering which takes place in a public or private place.
1: Unless it's Black Lives Matter.
0: A. Outdoors and consists of more than six persons.
1: Unless it's Black Lives Matter.
0: B. Indoors and consists of two or more persons. Unless
1: it's Black Lives Matter.
0: It then says you can be exempted if the gathering is reasonably necessary and includes for work purposes. So here's the loophole. As long as one party pays for sex, this will fall under prostitution which is legally a form of work and therefore exempt from restrictions. Remember, in Great Britain, prostitution is legal as long as you don't solicit. Alternatively, you could start a business together, perhaps set up a limited company, and therefore every time you meet up, it would be for work purposes. And the last line was for Toby Young. I hope this is of some comfort to anyone concerned. So you can
1: sort of set it up in a Google Calendar, you know, business meeting?
0: Business meeting, yeah, exactly, if you're in a different household. But anyway, just I, I just thought that that was kind of delightful. Um, I hope you guys all had a nice weekend. We had a nice weekend. We just think it was too short. Um, and things are rare, Things are definitely loosening up around yep. here, right? Yes. We haven't. We haven't actually been to a shop, shop though, right? No. And it's interesting the number of restaurants even around here who are still. And I think what what has happened, which we we reported on before in the virus, is that restaurants are having a, a problem trying to get people to go back to work because the unemployment that they were given so was
1: so lucrative. Here in California, you earn a thousand dollars a week. Um, uh, Is that right? Yeah.
0: 600 on top of, I thought it was 600 on top of your salary. And then
1: 350, but then there's another estate bonus as well. So um, according to our, our sources in the industry, it's a 1,000 a week. And, you know, I suppose the people pick up a little cash job, a bit of babysitting here, a bit of babysitting there, whatever, you know, and suddenly you're on 1,250 a week or something like that without having to do any work. So why would you go back to a restaurant to make, I mean, they make good money, some of these yeah, waiters yeah. and that. But 500 a week for, for working hard, 600 a week, 700, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's it's wrong, but it does not make economic sense. It's not, they it, it, it would be, if you're not, re, if you're a new employee and you're not having a loyalty to, to a restaurant, then why would you go back uh, it, it's on, uh, it's almost understandable
0: i'm just looking at some of the headlines here just before we finish up so las vegas i think we mentioned that uh, last week so las vegas has opened up um, here's why experts are worried of course but experts are worried of course you know this is the new york times of course sorry Phil, we're going to say No that? i think
1: also another reason restaurants haven't opened here is because they've put so many regulations in place with social distancing and tables and that restaurants are actually having to reconfigure their whole setup and it's 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 taking them a long time to to work out what the setup is, uh, so that's gonna you know you just this is of course this is what bureaucrats think that you can just close a business today and for three months and then when you say open it oh it, yeah it, it's instant it's instant yeah and you know what it's now especially when you layer on regulation after regulation and make it financially unfeasible for the employees to return. So
0: so wherever you are, be safe, be well, and you know, um this is it looks like this really is coming to an end. We've got and, and it's really weird around here, the Santa Ana's which are usually shouldn't come at this time of the year, the Santa Ana's arrived yesterday. So we have these very, very weird high winds and high temperatures. And we so, thought well,
1: actually the internet we were up at five o'clock this morning and, and our electricity went off, which happens during the Santa Ana's because the threes fall on the lines. And We actually thought we were gonna have no virus today, but the electricity has come on now, so.
0: Snatched, snatched, (laughs) a victory out of the jaws of the beast. And we we didn't know whether to let the cats out because we thought they'd be really worried about the wind, but we've let them out. We'll keep you posted and let you know if they ever come back. Yes. And we'll talk to you tomorrow, take care.
1: Until then, all the best and stay safe, bye. Don't get arrested, thanks,
0: bye.